Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kime, and I'm here to help make your creative journeys a lot easier through the Creative Champs platform. And uh, just a note, I'm recording this from home, so apologies for any quality issues or any background noises you may hear. So in this episode, I'm going to be touching again on the fear, the fear of raising your rates. And I have made an episode previously about this, but this episode is coming from a different vantage point because there's been an influx in recent weeks of DMs and messages and conversations that I've been having with people in the creative community about this feeling of fear and discomfort around raising rates. There's still a lot of um, internal work that needs to be done across the board. And these are things that, you know, there isn't any steadfast, quick fix for, but there are ways that you can manage these emotions in a way that isn't detrimental to your development and in a way that will allow you to still go ahead and charge those rates that you deserve, okay, um, without feeling as though, eh, I shouldn't really be doing this, you know? Um, we're gonna be trying to help you battle through these feelings because all they're gonna do is hold you back. They're gonna hold you back and they're gonna stop you from receiving your full blessings, your blessings in their entirety. All right. And those blessings are there for you. You just got to be open to it and you've got to allow yourself to receive them. OK, so uh, one of the questions I get asked a lot is what is the industry standard? Now, I'm just going to come out here and say this might be a controversial opinion. Some may agree, some may not. I don't know. But me personally, I think the industry standard thing is a crock of shit. When you're dealing with a service based industry, OK, the last thing you need to be doing is basing your rates on what everyone else is charging, okay? Because when you do that, you're not communicating your value, all right? You're, you're competing on price. And when you're providing a service, you shouldn't be, that's, n no, you, you should not be competing on price when you're providing a service, because then you're you're diminishing all of the value that you've got to add. You're diminishing your experience. You're diminishing your time. You're reducing everything that should constitute towards your rate. You're diminishing it. You're saying, okay, that's all nice. But if my guy's charging 50 quid for a logo, then I have to match him on that to get the clients. And no, if you compete on price, then you're going to end up with bad clients. First of all, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. You're going to end up with bad clients, low paying clients and clients who are going to make your life hell. And you're not going to be able to pay your phone bills at the end of the month. So do you know what? <laughs> We've got to squash this, this um, feeling of having to uh, compare your rates to everyone else's and watch what everyone else is doing. No. And that's why I created the formula kit as well, because the formulas that I've been using for most of my creative career has been designed so that I'm able to tailor it to myself, okay? Um, tailor it to my expenses, tailor it to my experience, right? And also communicate the value that I have to bring, right? And the way that the formula has been designed is enabling everybody who uses it to do the same and work out the same for themselves so that you're doubly covered for everything and it factors in deliverables, it factors in your percentages, it factors in your um, the company sizes that you might be working for, it factors in so many different components that really need to be thought about. Um, so yeah, the industry standard thing, personally, I think it's a myth. Uh -huh. I don't 
I don't um, conform to it. I don't consider it. I really don't. I never have, to be honest with you. Actually, no, I'm lying. When I first started out, I did. I did think about it and I did put more weight on it than I should have done. Because if I'm being really honest, I feel like when you adhere to an industry standard rate, um, it's sort of limiting you and it's it's keeping you in a, a confined space because it's telling you like, okay, this is how much you should be charging. Yeah. And you shouldn't deviate from this. You shouldn't. But who made those rules? Who made that? Who made that up? Who inserted that data into the system? When you type in average um, rates for such and such and such, what is that based on? A survey that was conducted amongst what a hundred freelancers, you know, it's it's there's no like unless you're able to speak to every single creator on this planet and get results from them or get um some sort of response from them, you're not going to be able to come up with a, 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 a an average amount that applies across the board across the world. So in those cases it's completely subjective. Yeah, so try not to focus or put too much weight on industry standards. Another thing I hear a lot is, oh, like I raised my rates, yeah, but people aren't willing to pay it. They just keep disappearing on me or they say it's too expensive. Now, listen, it's gonna happen. It's happened to me many, many, many times. I have had many no's. I've had many, oh, it's too expensive, but I've also had many yeses. I've also had many people say, okay, cool. All right. Little bit out of my budget, but I can make it work. You know, because you know why? I've been able to demonstrate the value that I will bring. I've been able to demonstrate how I will help bring them closer to their goals. I've also been able to demonstrate how I can solve their issues. And the way you go about doing that is by hosting discovery sessions to find out what those issues are in the first place, what their goals are, what they're trying to achieve, and what's gonna help them push forward in whatever it is that they're doing. Find out why they've hired you or why they want to hire you, yeah? So that's why, that's the importance of discovery sessions because then it sets the, um, the groundwork. It sets the groundwork and it makes it easier to then have those conversations about price because then you're able to say, well, look, this is what you want. Yeah, you want these issues resolved, right? So you have to pay for it. You know, you wouldn't frame the conversation like that. But the angle is to frame it in a way where you're telling them that in order for them to reach their goals, they're going to have to invest. They're going to have to invest if they want to smash, not even just reach their goals, but smash them to pieces they're going to have to invest in qualitative work. And that qualitative work is gonna be provided by you, you see. So if you are encountering people who are just saying, well, it's too expensive or whatever, then you have to ask yourselves, is it really value that they're after? How seriously do they want to tackle these issues that they're having? How, you know, how much does it mean to them? Because if they're complaining about paying 50 quid, for something then oh, how serious are they about their businesses or how serious are they about their cause you know because everyone knows if you want quality you gotta pay for it you gotta pay for it so <laughs> if they're if they're showing resistance then either they need to have a little bit more of a um you need to have a little bit more of a conversation with them about the value and what it's worth to them or they're just not your client and that's okay or they just can't afford you. And again, that's okay. 
I was listening to um, a talk by Susie Ashworth the other day. She's a millionaire coach, very successful coach. And she was saying that you can tell you're undercharging if everyone is happy to pay your rates. And that really struck a chord with me because it was like, you know, for years, I like what I was saying, I, I've <laughs> I've experienced a lot of no's. Oh my gosh. Like I've had people saying, no, that's expensive and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, there were times where it was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should bring it down then if everyone's saying that. It's like, well, no. Yeah, it might feel like everyone that you speak to is saying that, but that's because you're targeting the wrong audience. And that's that's literally all that means. If you are constantly coming across people who are saying this, it's either that you're targeting the wrong audience or you're not demonstrating or communicating your value clearly enough. And this is another thing that I touched upon on live was that if you preen your socials or your platforms to communicate your value, you might find it easier to charge these higher rates. So, and again, this isn't, there's no fast track for this, you know, like what I was saying before, there isn't a fast track. It's a case of sort of building your, your audience, building value and finding ways to communicate this through your videos. And this could look like you showing behind the scenes. This could look like you demonstrating your passion for something, showing the different ways you use different mediums. It could be you talking about it, talking about your, um, process, talking about the different things you discover along the way, your new techniques you might have picked up, like all these sorts of things, because not only are you inspiring uh, and adding value, but you're also communicating that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, because this is what you live, this is what you do on a daily basis, and you do it consistently, you do it to a, um, a level where it's clear that you've developed and you've improved and that you're putting in the work to make those improvements over time. So these are things that people look at. And especially if you want those clients that will pay you based on value, these are the kind of things that they will look at. Because again, like what I've said as well, this will help you to build a level of trust. And that's what's, that's what's needed in order for you to be able to charge these rates and have people pay them. Okay. So like I say, if you do encounter these people who say that you're too expensive or whatever, then just take it as, you know what? They're not my client. Okay. If you, if you still go ahead and have those conversations with them and you try to say, say to them like, look, this is your issue. I can help you resolve this issue, but it's going to come at a cost, right? If you have those conversations with them and they're still not on board, then simply they're not your client or they can't afford you. And that's, that's, that's what it is. Okay. Um, you might also want to think about payment plans. That's also an option. So, you know, it, it's up to you how you want to split it. You could split it into threes or you could just have the initial deposit and then have them pay the rest before the final release. It's all up to you, but there are ways that you can split the payment down to make it a little bit more feasible for some if they can like afford it, but they just need a little bit more time to get the money together or whatever, there are little ways that you can tweak things to make this more um, feasible or attractive, I guess you could say. Don't do yourself the disservice of just taking yourself back and reducing your prices again because you're like, you know what, man, this ain't gonna work. Like, because you're just gonna fade yourself away into obscurity and you're gonna find it 
insanely difficult to bring yourself back up to where you really should be communicating at and where you really should be at. You're not gonna find it as easy to level up if you keep going back down and you keep regressing and you keep reducing yourself and you keep apologizing. You know, you should never apologize for raising your rates either. That's another thing. Don't apologize for it because you, you're like what I was saying on my live, there's so much energy, mental energy that goes into creating. So to do that and then juggle everything else at the same time is, it can be, it can be emotionally taxing even. Not even just mentally and creatively and whatever, emotionally taxing, right? And then on top of that, you got to keep all your lights on and everything because the landlord don't care about exposure. You know, the light bills or whatever, they, they, they don't care about reduced rates. They don't care about people being comfortable. They don't care about, they don't care about none of that. You got to come at your comfort zone and say, look, you got a problem, I can solve it. You got a goal, I can help you get there. I can help you get there, but you got to invest in it. All right. And if you keep coming across clients that aren't willing to invest in themselves to get where they want to go in life, then shit, you don't want to work for them anyway. What is the point? You don't really want to be attracting people like that anyway. Do you see what I mean? It's like, I mean, yeah, there might be cases where they want to invest, but they don't have the money. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. And then that's where I was speaking about maybe introducing payment plans. And if that's still not feasible, then like I say, they just simply can't afford you. But the clients you want to avoid are the ones who just want to get everything on the cheap and don't see the importance of investing in solutions. Those are the ones you just you don't want to waste your time with anyway. You don't want to waste your time with them. So don't worry if you're not attracting those kind of clients in the first place, because that's not what you need. <laughs> that's not what you need in your life. What you need is quality over quantity. All right, because not all clients are good clients. I'll tell you that for free. Hey, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> but yes, I will be digging a lot deeper into this. I will be releasing content around this. I'm thinking masterclasses or I may even run courses. I'm not sure. I haven't really fleshed that out yet, but I will be presenting this in a way that's digestible and to help you out of the ruts that you might be in. And I can do this on a more individualized basis as well because I will be operating my private coaching sessions very soon. So then I'll be able to really dig deep with you guys, uh, just one-to-one -one on a, a private basis so that I can really get to the core of what it is that's driving you and what it is that you're struggling with. So yes, so be on the lookout for that everybody uh, on socials. And yes, that's all I've got time for on this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I wish everyone a great rest of the week. I'll speak to you same time next week. Everyone take care, bye.